0: the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And, you know, I, I never say this because I, I should be saying it and I don't. Guys, if you like what we do here, if you listen to these episodes, if you take nuggets from the guests or myself every once in a while, I'll you know, blind squirrel finds a nut and, you know, go, please like subscribe, go leave a review. I don't ask this because of my gaudiness or, or because of how much I love myself, but it fuels the algorithm. And so your review helps other people like you find this content to better serve their business. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you in advance for doing that. I'm excited and full, full transparency guys. This is my third recording of the day. And you don't know that because you just listened to the finished product, but I believe in transparency and authenticity. And, And so I just want you to know that you'll never know the difference other than I told you that because I'm pumped. Like I love, love, love the people that I get to connect with through this podcast. I love that I get to share them with you because they are a wealth of knowledge. And so the person that I have today, we had the privilege of meeting a couple months ago. We spoke at the same event and she went after me. So I basically was like her setup. You know, I was like the the the, the intro act to the main event. And uh, it was incredible. It, it was unbelievable to just watch you just completely take control of that room and tell stories and be relatable. And, and so Amy House, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you. I am glad to be a part of things, Coach Kyle.
0: I, I am so glad you're here. And let's just I, I'm. We might need two episodes just for me to get all the way through all the things that you do <laughs> at such a high level. But you so you and your husband have a company called called, called Growing Out Loud, Darling. Yes, sir. It, it is a it is a marketing company. It's a coaching company. It's a consulting company. You know, you you also are a speaker. You are a podcaster. And guys, if you missed the first part, she does this with her spouse. <laughs> So, guys, let's just pray for the house family because I, I can only imagine the craziness there, that takes place.
1: There are interesting discussions that happen in our our relationship. Um, it, it definitely takes a, a a unique partnership to be both married and be in business. So.
0: And but now your you like your title is CEO, correct?
1: I am CEO, and he. He is actually not. That's all that matters. It, is not. it <laughs> Isn't is not. He is not. It is not. Um, you know, it, it's even funny with that. We recognize what we're really good at and yeah. what we're not. And like, he is our business development person. He's our business development officer. Yeah. He's a, a Southern cowboy kind of guy. Everybody he meets is his friend kind of personality. And he is everybody's flavor of ice cream. Right. And so he, he is in his element, his role and, and does a fantastic job. I'm the woman who sometimes has to say the thing nobody wants to hear. And that's the CEO role. So,
0: (laughs) well, I don't want CEO Amy today. I just want fun, Amy.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, Please don't, you know, please
0: don't uh, (laughs) like correct me the whole time on my own podcast. I'll no. send
1: you an email later with anything Thank you. that we need to do. Yeah.
0: Here's how horrible you are. <laughs> get, get better, buddy. So, Amy, here's what I was fascinated by. As you and I have kind of gotten to know each other, you you were telling me that, you know, you, you guys work with all sorts of companies. Yeah. But one of the niches that you have is you actually do the marketing for marketing companies.
1: We do. Um, I think marketing is one of those interesting things. What, no matter what industry you come from, right. It's sometimes very hard to see how best to put your message, your brand out there. Yes, you may have an idea of what it should be, but we don't, we don't always a hundred percent know, or we don't a hundred percent know how to connect with the people we want to connect with. And so, We actually have some marketing agencies that have hired us to be their marketing agency because they're spending all of their time branding other people. It's very hard. Then how how do they brand themselves? How do they put themselves out there? And I think sometimes you just need extra eyes. While you can probably do a good enough job, are Mm -hmm. you doing the absolute best job? And I think the question any business person, any business owner needs to ask themselves, am I in my core zone of genius while Mm. I can do marketing? Is that my core of genius? Very much like the question you asked at the beginning. My title is CEO. My husband's title in our business is something different. What is our our core zone of genius? What are we the the best at? Then do the thing you're the best at. Um, Every business person can do everything in their business. They need to know a little bit about every facet. But that doesn't mean they're the best that they could be at it. Sometimes yeah. you need to delegate that
0: out. Yeah. And we're we're gonna dig and I'm gonna even write it down because I don't want to forget. Cause we're gonna we're gonna come back at the end and talk about delegation. Um, because I think that'll be a great way to like tie a bow on all this stuff. Because so much of what we're gonna talk about today, the even just cause we talk about it, that doesn't mean that you need to go, oh, I have to take on all that. Right. right? So Sometimes guys, we need to digest things and then reassess based on what I digested, what am I going to take on and what am I going to give away? And, and so we're going to dig into that in a little bit, but I'd love to just kind of jump into like, you do a, a, you do a lot of analyzing of other companies, right? You come in to the ugliest of situations and, and you come into situations that like they think are beautiful and you're like. Uh, how do I say this? <laughs> you don't have any business being an entrepreneur. So like what, just in general, if we could kind of generalize it, like what do you What do you see most often as like the places in brand that people just overlook and just completely miss the mark on?
1: So I think a couple of things. One, we need to always recognize that when you're using a social channel, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it is, you don't technically own that list, right? Mm, Yeah, Because people are connected to you, but if that channel shifted or a new channel became the it channel or whatever, you don't necessarily own your followers. Right. And so one of the things that people tend to do is forget that they need to move people from an online portal into another kind of portal. And so whether that's collecting emails, whether that's building some sort of outside platform or forum in which they become a member outside of that portal, you need to have a way that your real, your real fans connect with you other than one channel. Once you have those people in whatever platform, whether it's a membership platform or whether it's an email list, then you need to provide value for them. What? I know. I know you, you if, won't just
0: give me your money. I have to actually do something good first. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, well, even if, even if you're doing it like email marketing, email marketing can be free. Right. Yeah. But I I talked to so many business owners and I'm like, how many people are on your list? And they'll be like, I have 700 people on my list. And you're like, great. How often do you, are you communicating with them? Mm-hmm. And there's like silence. I'm
0: right? guilty of this. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> I'm like, okay, so let's talk about sales a little bit. It takes seven to twelve touches mm-hmm. for some people to engage with you. Well, email marketing is one of the most time efficient ways of once a month send them an email yeah. with some information, some value. It it's, it doesn't it shouldn't be a sales pitch. It should be a way of engaging right. with them. But if you did that twelve times in a year the likelihood of some of those people connecting mm-hmm. with you through a course or coaching sessions or buying your product, they'll move. But right. you've got this list and it's doing nothing for you.
0: How have you found, like, because I, I've been bad about this. I've got, you know, tons of followers on social media, but my email list, list is a fraction of, of what that would be based on just following. What have you found is the best way to get them over, you know, to click the button to sign up for the email campaign. Like, h- how do we use language that that doesn't feel like, oh, I don't want to." Yeah, I don't want to so go over
1: I, there. I say things like, um, "I do inbox coaching." While you may not Ooh, be ready to hire me as a coach, um, or you may not quite think, no yet if I'm the kind of coach you're wanting to work with, one way to determine that is to sign up for my inbox coaching email. That email goes out every other week. So you get no more than two a month. Yeah. Um, and it's just something to trigger a thought, something to add to your day or your week. And if you find that that content works for you, stay there. If you find that it leads you to, I'm ready for more, then let's have that discussion. But the inbox coaching, that's free. So that's that. one way people okay. have signed up for that. The other way is for us to say, here's a, a tool, a PDF, a downloadable ebook, um, a planning template you can use, Yeah, whatever. Let me send you something that we use or we use with our clients. It's free. <clears throat> but I want to give you something in return for you connecting with me. Yeah. Yeah but I'm Pretty going to re- Yeah. And I'm going to be respectful. I'm not going to be like, you know, LL Bean where you buy something off their site and then suddenly for days after that, I'm getting a constant email stream from mm-hmm. them. of Here's a sale. Here's a this. No, it's not going to be the same kind of deal. I'm going to guarantee that this is the pattern in which I'm going to operate. Yeah. So I'm not going to inundate and fill up your inbox with crap that you don't want or i
0: didn't plan on and this is so valuable i mean last last month facebook went down for a day and i remember kind of being like um (laughs) what uh what am i supposed to do (laughs) so i should probably (laughs) uh i guess i'm gonna do tiktok today you know like like if if facebook went away today i i would lose so much money yeah because i I, have not properly done this stuff
1: No, and it's not even every week putting it out there. It's like every other week somewhere on your social media. Yeah. You need to be sharing with people. There are other ways to connect with me, there are other channels that I'm on. So, like, even for Facebook, right? If they sign up for my email list and they get an inbox coaching email from me, guess what? It's going to list for them all the other places where they can get Growing Out Loud, darling. right? Right. And so, then if Facebook did go away, maybe they've connected, they've got this email in their inbox and they're like, oh yeah, Amy's on YouTube. Oh yeah, Amy's over here. Oh yeah, she, her team is on this page. Then they have ways of, you're directionally sending them to other places that they can find you. And yeah. not everybody likes, I know this is a shocker, not everybody likes the same platforms, right? What? <clears throat> so while I may like Facebook, um, and I, I'm on Instagram. I wouldn't say Instagram is my favorite,
0: sure. Right, but I'm on
1: yeah. it. Um, some other people love Instagram, right? So why wouldn't I let my Instagrammers know that? Oh yeah, Amy's also on LinkedIn, or she's over here. You have to remember, not all your audience is in one place. Yeah, and you have to direct them to the other places.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, email campaigns are so easy to do. All that kind of stuff. What? And what are these? You the- can pre-do them. You can, if you were organized, then that would be, <laughs> you know, something that you could do, uh, not talking about anyone in particular, in particular. Right okay. There you
1: go. Um,
0: I should change. I've been thinking about changing my company's name to fly by the seat of <laughs> You know, like, let's just Have put you it out there. Is
1: that domain even available? I don't
0: know. You know, I'm going to, I need to check. I, you need to,
1: yeah, you need to do it before this podcast goes live because somebody's going to go buy it and then try that's to right. sell
0: it and hold it over my head. Yeah. Terrible people go. in the world. <laughs> so, what are the other, the, as, you, as you analyze brands, what, what's another hole that you see that, that either just gets overlooked or people just assume that doesn't matter?
1: So, oh, I think one, and you speak a lot about this too, Kyle, is, is video, the power of video. People have yeah. got it in their head that they have to look and sound like newscasters and they don't. In fact, uh, newscasters are boring. I mean, right. if we were to all be honest, yeah. they're they're fairly boring. And so yeah. being real through video actually helps your clients connect to you faster. If we talk about those seven to 12 touches, it's really the human to human contact. It's not the, I mean... While words work, video is much more powerful. It's as if they've they've gotten to meet you. I mean, I don't know if you've had this experience. I can be in the grocery store buying produce, and someone will come up to me and go, "You're the Facebook lady." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I am." Right. (laughs) I do have
0: Facebook. Yes.
1: Right, and then they'll be like, "You're just like you are on Facebook," and you go, "Gosh, I hope so." Yeah.
0: Amy, I had the funniest thing we, my wife loves Sonic. So she gets a Diet Dr. Pepper from Sonic every day, every day. And now we also get a bag of ice a week from Sonic. So I don't even know how much money we spend a year at Sonic, but it is a lot. I could probably have a Ferrari yeah. or for the, for the ice and Diet Dr. Peppers, but we were in, we were in a drive-thru a couple of years ago and we pull up to the window and the guy that was working the window, he looks at me and he goes, are you famous? Just like that. Are you famous? <laughs> and, uh, my wife just starts losing it. And she was like, uh, if he was famous, we wouldn't drive this car. <laughs> and cause we're, we're in a 2009 Ford flex, nothing <laughs> fancy or sexy about it. And, but that's. You know, he probably lives inside of a range where I've run an ad, you know, or it, that that's just how powerful That's
1: it's very powerful. And if I could have said
0: anything to that guy and he probably would have believed me that right because in his mind, I was a famous person.
1: Right. And if you were to ask this lady in the produce, wh- wh- is she reading my stuff? No, she's watching video. Why? Because right. Americans are. A society of squirrels we have the attention span of nets and yeah. we need we need video with audio and yeah. it needs to be like real it doesn't need to be staged it needs to yeah. be like authentic and normal and that's what they connect to and right. people are so worried about how they're being seen on video and i'm like you are thinking in terms that the viewer is not even thinking about preach right quit yeah quit holding yourself back and if they have to start with something simple like a reel. like you even shared in that talk that day you you were telling people don't get on tiktok right that may not be a good business for it yeah oh hello yeah it's a great business format because nobody else is talking business they're all dancing right 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 so if you want to show up different Show up in places that the content, you're going to be the unusual thing. People are going to watch the unusual thing. So why,
0: why, what I don't understand and you're just better than me. So I'm hopeful that you can say this better than I've ever said it. And then I'm going to steal it. And then I'm going to use it from now on. So this podcast really is just about me learning from my guests
1: more than anything else. That's how we all learn.
0: Like it's, it's so obvious so obvious the power and influence that video brings. I mean, the data is everywhere. Stories are everywhere. You and I can stand on stages and I can literally say video has made me six figures of money. Yes. Right. Yes. And yet over half of that crowd is going to be like, "Uh, not for me. Not for me. Like Amy, what the heck? Like what? (laughs) How like I lose sleep over this stuff. Like, what is it going to take? Like, how do we help these people overcome whatever it is that's keeping them from tapping into the most powerful opportunity that costs nothing? Right. How do we do do it?
1: I tell people all the time, I started my business with a hundred dollars in social media that I literally bought a box of business cards and took a few people to lunch and the yeah. rest was all getting on free social platforms and putting content out and not putting out like mind blowing amy's innovative and nobody's ever heard it before but it was information i had heard and i'm telling it my way yeah the way i understand it yeah i think i think people think they have to somehow be an expert at something to do something and mm-hmm. and you are more expert at what you know than, than other people. So share what you know. Number one, I think it also, people fall into three groups and as sad as this is, I think there is a group of people that you can tell them over and over and over. You can give them the roadmap. You can show them the way they, I call them mules. They refuse to listen. They refuse to move. And they they just aren't going to they just aren't going to do it. Yeah. They're just not going to do it. And so what ultimately will happen is whatever their endeavor is, they they won't be successful. They'll blame everyone else and in mm. reality it was because they refused to listen. The second group of people I call ponies. Okay? They're all excited. They go to workshops <laughs> and they listen to stuff and they're all excited and they'll do one video. Yeah. And then it's like They wander off into unicorn land and you go, (laughs) you have to do it over again, right? You can't, you can't just be a one trick pony and do it once. You've got to, you've got to do it again. And then I think there is a third of people that will be quarter horses and thoroughbreds. Mm. Quarter horses will be people that learn a pattern in which they will stay consistent and they will grow a business over time. But they are just as consistent as possible. Quarter horses are work horses and they are just consistent producers, <laughs> performers over and over and over. Thoroughbreds, these are the people that will just get out there and they're like, I'm going to look like a dork doing this, but I'm going to yeah. be a dork on steroids. Heck yeah. And they will just do it. Like thoroughbreds just run, they just run with blinders on. And those people, just like quarter horses, will build a business. They'll build it faster because they will use the tool and master it faster. Yeah. They'll just, they're just willing to fail their way forward. And I tell people all the time, I think I just failed my way forward, is really what I did. Me too. But quarter horses work it just as well. But I think two thirds of what people hear, they're either ponies or mules.
0: So, so then my question is, Like, I mean, we know in real life a a mule can't become a pony, but like in, in terms of this analogy, can a mule recognize it's a mule and choose to begin to take on quarter horse or thoroughbred tendencies? And like, what does it take for them to do that?
1: I think most of the time when that, that, that moment comes is when they realize I'm, I'm really in danger here of this ending. Yeah, that this is my dream. I do want it to happen. And maybe I am the one holding it back. When when you have that final realization that I'm the one holding it back, I think you can become a quarter horse or a thoroughbred. Um, but again, we have to be so self-aware of where our limitations are. You know, we talked yeah. about at the very beginning about knowing what your zone of genius is. Yeah. Yeah. You also have to know what are my weaknesses? And I have to either, I either have to have someone help me with that yeah. and be the strength to the weakness, or I have to learn to grow, not necessarily because I'm going to make the weakness go away, but I definitely have to get stronger in that area. Yeah. So I think you can, I think, I think ponies can change too, but it's self-awareness. And most of us mm. are moving at the speed of light. We don't take the time to go. Why do I keep doing it that way? Yeah. Right. Why do I keep hearing this, but I'm not doing anything with that? I don't know how many people and and Kylie, you have this too. They hear you talk, they take notes. They'll go like, man, I take notes every time you talk. And you're like, Mm -hmm. great. How many of those notes have you implemented? Right. That's taking the notes doesn't mean doesn't do anything for you.
0: Yeah, I just I just messaged a realtor that that I know here in Dallas Fort Worth that was in a class about a month ago, and he doesn't do video, but he said he needed to start. And so I just randomly, he God just put him in my brain, and so I was like, I'm gonna just reach out. I was like, Dude, how your videos coming? And he was like, uh, <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> and and this isn't you know this no. this guy is a brilliant person. like it's not like. He has nothing to say. He has a lot to say. Yeah. And and so when you're working with your companies that that maybe aren't doing video at all. And so you're trying to kind of hold their hand and coach them through that. Like, what's that first step in your opinion? Of like, we're not going to just take you to the deep end and just push you off the diving board. Like, what is what is the what are the floaties of video kind of look like?
1: So I tell people all the time, and and Facebook and Instagram both have reels, right? And literally, a reel is anything a minute or less. Yeah. And I and I always tell them, you can say anything in a minute and not die.
0: <laughs> I love right.
1: That. I, I I seriously oh, in, in one in less than one minute, whatever you say, you won't say enough to make yourself look stupid or geekier or whatever. And I want you to just. Um, even get on and say hey learning a new tool today um, you guys might be seeing some more of this in the future um, i would love for you to share with me your top favorite reels and then in yeah. the video that way love it because the call to action that is for whoever saw that and they're going to start sharing things with you yeah they're gonna start interacting for the most part the algorithm just triggered because you went Went on and yeah. did the thing um, just for one minute, right? And usually that whole thing, they get such positive response from it. I start getting messages from them going, Holy cow, who knew? I didn't know. All the, it's and crazy. I'm like, okay, so now step number two is tomorrow you're going to do it again. So let's talk about what you're going to say tomorrow, yeah. right? One minute, you're not going to die. And what begins <laughs> to happen. Is they're like, you know, I didn't die. It wasn't as scary. I'm learning a little bit more. And I tell them all the time, you can delete things. If it's yeah. really that bad, delete it. Right. Right. And they're like, I didn't know that. And I'm like, I, did, I thought everything on the internet was permanent. No, it is not. You can delete. Right. right? So I think those two things are, are things that I start with. I just need you to talk That's for good. a minute. Yeah. Just a minute. That's I it. love
0: it. I wrote that down because <laughs> I'm gonna start using that. And I'm yeah. gonna quote, I'll quote you. I'll okay. give you props.
1: <laughs> so and they're and they're like, okay, but they'll do it, right? And then it's just breaking that ice for many of them. And then you can remind and then it's a reminding tool. Well, you did it once yeah. and didn't die. So I need you to do it again. You won't die. I promise. Right. Um, Brilliant. And then we build that muscle, that habit. I think it's a reminder too, for most people that you have conquered a hundred percent of the things thus far in your life, whether it was potty training, learning to write, read, tie your shoe, all of the things we have. If we even looked at the millions of things, we have probably overcome every yeah. situation, every fear factor. Yeah. You didn't die. So right try it. I promise you won't die. Just one minute of live video, move forward.
0: But we also can't interview the people that did die because they're dead. (laughs) So so maybe, maybe there are some people. Only you,
1: Kyle, would bring that up. That somebody out there did die when they hit and went live. Good
0: thing we don't have to count them in the statistics because they're not not here to to answer to themselves. We're not
1: going to go there. No, there we go. So, So, So that's usually where I start them. I,
0: I think that's great. I, I love that. And I can't wait to still that and use that. And, and so as, as people begin to do, you know, some of this better, you know, I know you, you travel around and you speak, you know, we, we do some of the same things. What is like, this is totally right. Like I'm taking this conversation a completely new direction. Um, and that's guys, those of you listening, if you want to learn how to do a great transition, just tell everyone that you're transitioning <laughs> That's the best way to do it the best way. And so you're welcome everyone for this incredible (laughs) advice. What is your favorite thing when, when somebody calls you and they want you to come speak at their event? What, what is your absolute favorite thing to get to
1: talk about? Um, the power of the network, the power of your network.
0: Yeah. Um, Come on. So let's, unpack That's my that a little bit for favorite. us.
1: Yeah. So I think we have a misconception of what building a network looks like
0: okay. because
1: we equate it to building an audience on a social channel okay. where you want hundreds or thousands of connections, likes, followers, you name it. Building a network is something very different than building an audience on a social channel. So a network to be a value needs to be six feet deep. Meaning what we tend to do is we spread ourselves two inches wide. Okay. Right. We try to go to every place and meet everybody and collect as many business cards and do all this stuff. And then we are like, I've built this amazing network because yeah. I've got hundreds of business cards. And you're like, no, you don't because right. none of those people are going to remember you. You were just a business card. You were a passing ship in the night. Networking is about going six feet deep and building relationships. And for, the, and for most of us, all we need in business is 25 to maybe 50, depending on your industry, of what I call raving fans. Yeah, People that really, really know you. They aren't necessarily clients. Um, They are willing to tell everyone about you. They introduce you to people. Um, They think you're a cool human being. They All of the stuff. For most of us, that is a core group of about 25 to 50 people. And your job in networking is to find those 25 to 50. They will be people you enjoy spending time with as much as they like to spend time with you. And you need to have fairly frequent connection. Text message, email, phone call, have coffee, eat lunch, whatever. Those are people that throughout the year you're going to do more stuff with. But guess what? They're going to send you eighty percent of your business. They're going to share your stuff on yep. social media. They're going yep. to do all the stuff. Um, networking is a very different process, and we tend to forget how we built friendships in in our lives. When we think yeah. back to first grade on the playground and the people that we got to know, well, it was the people that sat around us in third grade. We, we were best friends with everyone around us, right? It's, it's building those relationships. And part of what I tell people is even when you're using social channels, you still need that core 25 to 50 people. And here's why, because they're going to comment on everything you do.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yep. then it validates for everyone else watching you. Somebody actually knows Kyle. Somebody actually knows Amy. This is how they really are because they're validating it on this mm-hmm. social channel, right? I think we've lost relationship skills. We, we call them soft skills or people skills or whatever we want to call them. We need to get back to who are our people and how do we build real intentional rela- business relationships, Um, even like right now, a lot of my clients, some of their homework is I want you to write down the 25 to 50 people that you really feel like, like, you know, you get you and they're willing to share you with other people. Mm -hmm. Now, those are the people in 2022. I want you to go ahead and put in your planner, a plan of how you're going to love on them a little bit.
0: Yeah. And what it what are some of the different ways that you, that you encourage for them to love on them? You know, like, obviously the obvious ones are like, go to lunch every once in a while, take them to coffee every once in a while. But what are just some of the miscellaneous touches that really don't even cost us very much?
1: No. Um, I have probably in my phone, a whole bunch of memes that I've created on Canva yeah. Um, I love Thursday, Thursday's like one of my favorite days of the week and I call it Friday Eve. Um, I love, I love Christmas Eve, right? It's the whole, yeah ooh, the excitement yeah. for kind of yeah. thing. Um, and so for me, Thursdays are Friday Eve. And so I have a whole bunch of memes that it's happy Friday Eve, everybody. And I will text those out. And people are like, every time I hear that or see that I see and hear your voice, you know, I see you and hear your yeah. voice. Um, yeah. Have a thing that you do repeatedly. Maybe it's Taco Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's Taco Tuesday somewhere. It that kind of have yeah. your thing that you're you're known for or you touch. I think birthdays are are unappreciated. Yeah. Uh, somehow we became adults and it's like it's your birthday. <clears throat> right? We don't take it off. We don't right. do anything special. We work through. What if you just made a note in your, your phone or your calendar, it's so-and-so's birthday. And even if you just sent them a text message while you're having coffee in the morning, yeah. Hey dude, it's your birthday. Have a great day.
0: So I, gonna go. I, I send birthday videos to people
1: Yeah, okay. and
0: I use Facebook messenger. And so I'll pick like, they have filters in there like Snapchat does. So I always make it funny. And my goal, like, I'm not trying to be serious. I'm trying to be your friend. Right. I want it to be silly. So I sing happy birthday to you. Yeah. And I'm not a good singer, which makes it better. Yes. And I, I mean, I rarely have sent those and not gotten a response from people. That's correct. And some of those people, their response is like, dude, it's crazy that you're sending me this. I was just thinking about you. And then tomorrow we're having a call about them coming on as a client. Yes. We overthink how easy it is to just keep simple touches to love on, on people. to
1: love on people, your job, my job, everybody's job is to add goodness, kindness, and care into the world. And love goodness, it. kindness, and care doesn't cost money. It's about smiling. It's about it being an encourager. It's about yeah. remembering that some days are special to people and loving on them a little bit, making them feel unique. And I think as adults, especially, we kind of lose that things are unique and special for us. As yeah. kids, somebody makes our days special, right? As adults, we have to make each other's days special. And because we yeah. certainly don't do it for ourselves. So what well, can you I do? do? Right. What can you my do? birthday
0: is Monday and okay. I'm going to hibachi?
1: Well, dude. So, so everybody say happy birthday. On Monday.
0: And give me lots of money. <laughs> Everybody send me gift cards.
1: You know, it's funny you say that. I tell people all the time that six-year-old Amy gets super excited about pencils and stickers. That if you want to make my day, send me pencils or stickers. And they're like, oh, that's I really cute, it. Amy. And I'm like, no, I don't think you understand. Six-year-old old Amy
0: still <laughs> loves
1: pencils and stickers.
0: Heck, and yeah. they're like,
1: Okay. Nobody, nobody ever sends me pencils and stickers Okay that's I, it I have to go buy my own pencils and stickers. Not and anymore, so, you
0: don't. I'm sending you some. when's so, your birthday
1: uh, April fourteenth everybody put that on your okay. deal April fourteenth but I mean, think about it, but for for most of us, the things that make us smile or laugh are very simple, very, very simple
0: absolutely
1: and, and so loving on people is not. A big deal. So I, I think <clears throat> I love telling people that for me probably the key to that hundred dollars in social media building my business, it was finding the 25 to 50 core people that jived with me. Huge. Jived with me.
0: Huge. And when yeah. when we make people feel special. They feel like they owe us everything.
1: Yeah,
0: it's crazy, right? It's the simplest, yeah. like you will get pencils and stickers from me <laughs> on April fourteenth, <14th>, right? <laughs> and it will be better than if you got a speaking gig for ten thousand dollars. Like because it's just the intentionality that it takes for that to happen.
1: That's right.
0: Blows our minds. It blows our minds.
1: Yeah, it's if, it's, it's like, unbelievable. If, it's like knowing what your spouse really likes. Like your spouse right. loves Diet Dr Pepper and Sonic Ice. Yep. My husband bring home a pie, and the man is happy because he's he, a man. Because he what loves man doesn't pie. love pie? He loves pie, and so if I just randomly bring home a pie, he's like, baby, what's his
0: favorite pie?
1: you know, he asked for cherry or chocolate a lot,
0: Oh, but we
1: tried one last night that was really cool. It was peaches and pralines.
0: Oh, that sounds good.
1: Yeah. That makes diabetics go into shock. Yeah.
0: My, my blood sugar just went up just when you started talking about it. (laughs) So I um, love pumpkin pie. That's my, so we're right now, like we are in my season of pie
1: season of happiness.
0: Yep. So I, we could do a whole nother episode on pies. I would love to just talk about pies all day. Um, and we haven't even, we are going to have to do another episode about delegation because, you know, we're running out of time and I don't, I don't want to shortchange a 30 second delegation talk. So we're just going to save it and we're going to do this again. Okay. But I do want to, I do want to finish by asking you like, if you have 60 seconds, to speak to a, a small business owner, uh, you know, a salesperson, That's all you get, right? What, like what, what is, what is your last ditch effort? What is your, you know, sermon on the Mount as the, as the charge for like, what do they absolutely have to be paying attention to in 2022?
1: They need to be patient. They need to be paying attention to the fact that uh, we have become a society that has disengaged from the human factor mm. and that they need to get really good at asking lots of questions and learning about the other person. Sales is not so about good. pitching. It is about understanding the other person. And I see too many salespeople not ask enough questions um, and not really listen to the answers. Mm. Right. Right. And so, if you were to improve on one thing in 2022, is make it your goal to ask more questions and really listen to what people are saying. Yeah. That will up your sales
0: so good. turnover
1: like drastically because they love feel it. like you heard them, engaged with them, and then you really know how to help them. And that's what it. sales is about. So
0: I love it. And let me show you how good of a listener I am because. I would like to ask you, how do people get a hold of you, Amy House?
1: So well, what is that? If
0: they want to hire you to work with, to speak, to do whatever it is that they want you to do, how do they find you?
1: So you can either go to my website, which is growingoutlouddarling.com, drop no G, G. y'all, because we're Southern. That's right. Um, or you can email me, amy at growingoutlouddar- dot com, or find me on Facebook or other stuff. Just look for Growing Out
0: Loud, darling. I, and I heard that, that your website doesn't even work if you don't have sweet tea in front of your device.
1: <laughs> sweet tea and pie. Is that true?
0: No. <laughs> so we, we'll have all of that will be in the show notes. So guys, look down below to connect with Amy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for, for being on with me. This has been well, so much fun. Well,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Guys, go get some pie. Go get some sweet tea and and go reach out to Amy House and tell her how amazing she was on this episode. And then we will be back real soon with maybe someone as cool as Amy, but possibly not. So don't hold me to that. But they will have a great story that is going to pay dividends to your life and business. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.